Welcome to the Dog Show Show podcast, presented by the Staffordshire Bull Terrier Society of New South Wales and featuring Kim Reader. Let's, let's talk dog shows. What, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, fa- I'm fascinated. And you had me hooked at, you know, the, the, the fact about, you know, all the, all the Staffords in the world are sort of trace their lineage back to the dogs that you guys had. That's just incredible. I love that. That's brilliant. Um, what about – so in, in terms of dog shows, you, you've done this obviously for a significant period of time. What advice would you give someone who's starting out in dog shows? What, what would be the thing that you think they need to know? Oh, gosh. I could be very sour here. <laughs> and say, give us some sweet and some sour, Sarah, some sweet and some sour. <laughs> Um, right. Go, go with the sour. That's okay. I've we can had, go with sour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've had a few people add pups off me or use me dog and bred some nice pups themselves and things like that that have wanted to get into showing. And they've, they really have been treated like crap when they've turned up at a dog show. Yeah. You know. This is in this the is UK. A, this, this is, again. This is, this is, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is in the UK. This is in the UK. Yeah. Um, they've had nasty things said to them about their dog. You know, you turn up with a dog that you absolutely bloody love and you want to show it off, yeah. and you, you get people being nasty. Yeah. And this isn't just one occasion, and it's not just one set of people. It's just, don't get me wrong, there's some great people. If they'd bumped into the right people, they'd have been on a different train. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But there's a certain element in staffers that are just nasty. This is staffers in the UK. And... Yeah. Um, so and why do you think wild. that is? I mean, my husband's had it as well, you know. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Yeah? Why do I think that is? Hmm. I don't, because I think dog showing attracts weird people. <laughs> <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> in the UK, yeah, just to clarify. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It really does. Controversial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. There can be a cult. There can be a cult element to it as well. A cult. Is it? No, honestly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean a cult? What I'm, do you mean I'm, a cult? Well, it's like the cult of the breed. Everybody says the breed is the breed. You know, it's like I say, it's, it's very cultish. Cults if you look at like the behaviour of the cult, they don't treat outsiders very well, do they? They don't trust outsiders. No, no. Yeah. I'm imagining no, these people yeah. standing around with a cauldron. Yeah, sa- sacrificing something <laughs> to somebody. Yeah, it really, well, it is. really won't surprise me. If that's what yeah, but anyway. Uh, so if you're a newbie, you've got to uh, probably have a fairly thick skin. You've got to be able to uh, brush that rubbish yeah. off, I'll so tell you to speak. What I do if somebody's, yeah, if somebody's going to a dog show and they're new, I will actually turn up to that dog show with them because my mistake on a couple of occasions has been to send them along on their own and it's been like lambs to the slaughter. Right. (laughs) Whereas if I, you know, if I turn up with them, you've got a chance of steering them in the right direction with the right people and, you know, having Mm. a nice day out. It's a day out at the end of the day, isn't it? Dog show, what is it? It is a day out. Yeah, yeah. When all's said and done. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy that day out, then you're wasting your time and money. You know, yeah. if it ever becomes anything other than a day out, don't bother doing it. Yeah. Yeah, we've spoken in the past yeah. about what a great social event it can be and people taking, you know, cheese and wine yeah. and all those sorts of things and just having a really yeah. good day. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. That's what it is all about, having a nice time. I mean, the attraction, I'll tell you what, you know, like my dad, um, obviously, you know, wanting to impress my mum, went away from like the, you know, his dad thought he was a puff because he was wearing red trousers and all this, that and the other, you know what I mean? Yep. But, yeah, um, my dad's attraction to dog shows was the fact that they had a licence for liquor. <laughs> and, that, and like on a Sunday in the UK, you couldn't get into a pub, but you could go and drink at a dog show. And for <laughs> the people in the, you know, 50s, 60s, that was a big attraction. It still is. The social side, we've lost a lot of that in the UK with the social side. But I've really enjoyed going to shows in France, um, Australia. You've still got that social side. You've got the Barbies and all that. You know, South Africa, fantastic social side to it as well, yeah. which we've lost in the UK. But in the Staffords, we've lost it. It used to be really great with Ridgebacks, but it's going down with them as well. Right. And it still is really lovely with the Deliums. That's a that's a really lovely social side there, because people bring you know you like bring some food and everything and that's really nice. People talk to you, there's conversations happening. People help you out with your dog. Now you know I don't know if it's just me. It might be I don't know. But as I say, I've sent people along to shows. For them, it hasn't clicked with the Staffords, which is a crying shame. Yeah, and it's and you see a lot of where people have turned up to dog shows and had a really crappy time. And then you've got a lot of people saying, oh, you know, it's not, you know, come and see us and this, that, and the other. But it's too late. You know, you only you only get one chance to make a first impression, don't yeah, you? So yeah. somebody's first experience with a dog show is a load of crap. They're not going to go back for more. No, nothing will convince them. That's the thing, isn't it? They'll, they'll really, it'll be, yeah. it'll stay with them. Yeah. So, what, yeah. What, and what's, like, you know, I mean, this is obviously your opinion, but... What? Why is that social side de- declined? Is it is it the group of people that are coming into the shows, or is it just a general? Right. Okay, I think that there are several reasons for it. One is to do with the licensing. Well, anyway, forget that because that's been gone down for about twenty twenty five years or more. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, um, at dog shows, you used to be bound together until four o'clock. Yeah. So in the, in the UK, you didn't used to be able to leave a dog show until 4 p.m. Okay. Because the idea of a dog is having the dogs available for people, the general public, to see. Yeah. So at your, gen, at your champ shows, you couldn't leave until 4. The only show that has that in place now is Crofts. Okay. But that used to be for every dog show. Okay. So that used to bind people together for a period. You had to do something. Yeah? Yeah. So thinking in australia the distances people travel people are bound together for a period of time you know what i mean yeah you know if you get there you're going to camp there uh, you're going to make a really good day of it and then you're probably going to camp another night and then set off back you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so it's not all a one day rush job whereas here in the uk now what people do i do it myself so you know i am to blame for the lack of you know social <laughs> interaction I, I time it i look at the entry numbers time it to turn up when i think my class is going to be on the going my class and then come home yeah you know what i mean yeah. but you don't get that you don't get that mixing there's certain shows where you don't do that like crufts being one and the breed club shows mm. you put more of an effort in but most of the shows I turn up go my class come home 
Yeah. You know, not really a day out, is it? You know what I mean? No, I get exactly so I think that's what you mean. Partially, yeah, that's partially why the social side of it in the UK is not there. And again, you know, like when I'm judged in Europe, people travel from all over Europe, so they put something on for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give people a reason um, to stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think people are more yeah. time I mean, this poor as well. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got they've got other things to do. They've got to take the kids somewhere or yeah. whatever. So they schedule yeah. their days practically now. Well, I suppose that's a thing. Yeah. I, what I was thinking as you were talking then as well, like you know, if you you go in first and your dog doesn't go progress, well, you pack up and go home. Yeah. So realistically, if you yeah. if you're if you're showing at nine thirty and by ten thirty your day's done. Well, I, I'll, yeah. you know, and, and touching what you're saying about being time poor, well, I've got a whole day now. I can go home, get the dogs home and go and have lunch somewhere and go for shopping in the afternoon or something. So, you know, as you, and as you say, there's no reason to stay at the show anymore. No, and people don't yeah. stay around talking dogs and therefore they don't interact and, and they don't become friends yeah. and, and they don't talk dogs and then yeah. they don't learn. Yeah. So there's a whole exactly. range of things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they know very little about other breeds as well because Stafford's at most shows are like siphoned off into a corner, which never used to happen. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I noticed you've, you been, know, you've um, been judging some other breeds lately too, so that's good. Yeah. So what would, um, what would in terms of um, dog shows, what would surprise outsiders the most about dog shows? What, what, what would, you know, you... You're talking to an outsider and you say, we do this. And they go, wow, really? Well, that's it. Oh, honestly, what, what surprises most people is the fact that you compete for a piece of cardboard, not money. <laughs> yeah. That's a massive shock to yeah. everybody. What, you don't get any prize money? What? <sighs> they can't work out while you do it. You know, you're just competing for a title for your dog yeah. and a piece of cardboard. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the biggest shock for people, I think. Yeah. It's um, you know, I I said people, I played I played rugby for ten years. I never got paid to play rugby. I just played for the fun of it. Yeah. So I kind of understand that mentality. Yeah. You know, you, 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 there's no yeah. no one's given me anything at the end of the day. And really, nobody cares about whether or not I won anything nowadays. I just did it because I liked it. Personal satisfaction. Personal. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And even what you were talking yeah. about just then with the um, you know, like when I played rugby, it was a day. I turned up at 11 o'clock, I helped yes. set up the ground, I watched the grade before me play, I played yeah. my game, I watched the grade after, we hung around afterwards. I'd leave, you know, well, sometimes leave at midnight, but that was oh. a whole other story. Yeah, there's a big piss up after that, yeah. 100%, 100%. <laughs> and that was, and, or, you yeah, know, exactly. and, and there yeah. was, as, as, you know, the, um, I mean, and occasionally you'd have to leave, oh, I can't stay this afternoon, guys, got to do something, got to do this, got to do that. But you, you knew that Saturday was gone. It was gone. You didn't, yeah. you didn't get a Saturday for six months because you just went and played rugby. So I do. I do yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, I do get that mentality of just you just turn up and you compete because you love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's part back to what you were saying about yeah. the social side, taking your dog out for the day and hundred percent, and having competing and yeah. doesn't make your dog any less yeah. the dog if he doesn't win. Yeah. So, no. but if people don't think like no, that. They want to walk away with something that's. Bit more these days, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, there's a lot of people that are just interested in winning, and you know, mm. yeah, that's one of the reasons the social has gone down. As I say, the timing, people aren't forced to do something. Mm. 
And I don't know. It's just, it's, it is quite a sour scene in Stafford's at the moment, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and it's especially noticeable for me having other breeds. Yeah. Where it's not like that at all. And being know. around the Stafford ring for so long, you would notice the change. I'm yeah, big, yeah, yeah. You've, you've watched gen, like decades of Staffords and Stafford people go through, yeah. so you would definitely yeah. notice the yeah. changes. Mm. So that probably brings me to the yeah. thing about the ramp and the table and all that big discussion that's been well, going on cool. over there. Yeah. Well, one thing I would say that I think the best thing, the absolutely best thing about dog shows is that I used to go as a, a, a young a young princess. I'd go with my 98-year-old, you know, queen mother grandma, mm-hmm. yeah? And we could both compete, yeah? Oh. They'd be my mate, Jane, Jane Wallace-Croft. I trained up one of my minis for her to show, and she was, like, completely disabled in a chair, what she could only operate with a hand, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that, Everybody, everybody can compete on a level playing field is what I love most about dog shows. Um, and we've just had, um, I know Paul won't mind me saying, we've just had Paul Wilkinson, who's been really poorly um, last year. Um, he's just judged at Stouchable Terrier Club and used a ramp. And he got a lot of flack for doing that off certain quarters in the breed. Uh-huh who really don't know shit about the history of the breed yeah. and about dog shows in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with ramps, I've got absolutely no qualms about using them, ramps, tables, whatever. If mm. you want to show your dog standing on your freaking head, you get the best out of your dog, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me. I'll go with whatever. And if people need a ramp um, for, for whatever then what's wrong with that? You know, use a ramp, you know. And people have talked about, like, you know, Staffords don't go on tables. Bullshit. Yeah. You know, some of the earliest photos of Staffords at dog shows are on tables. I've I've got photos of, you know, showing dogs on tables in the 80s. It wasn't a big deal. If you went in variety classes, quite often you put your Stafford on a table. Yeah. We've had the breed judged on the table when, when it's been a requirement for the judge. I've shown under Joe Braddon on a table, Freddie Phillips on a table. Oh, my God, we're getting a disturbance from my daughter. <laughs> right. What are you doing? You want a hug? Well, there's jewels on the settee there. He'll give you one. She wants a hug. Yeah. Sorry. So, um... <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. we, we were talking at the, in the last year, we were talking to John Ryder about the, the, the ramp versus it being on the ground. And one of the things that he said yeah. was that you, you can hide some sins when the dog's on the ground. You know, if they've got poor feet or whatever yeah. else, you can you can, you can can kind yeah. of cover those up yeah. a bit. We're up on the ramp. It's, it's a bit more plain to see. Yeah, I'd agree. I love to see Stafford's on the table. Yeah. And, and like the history of it, you see, in the 1950s, when there weren't no distemper vaccine, Every dog had to be examined going into a show. Yeah. And do you think the vets would examine them on the floor? No, yeah. no. Every single dog had to be ramped. Yeah. You know, it had to go up a ramp, stand on a table to be examined, and then ramp, go down a ramp the other side. Every dog that entered a dog show had to do that. 
you know. And the legacy of that is we still say, you know, you still have to sign to say that your dog ain't got a disease or what have you, and yeah. you're taking it to the show. That's on your entry form. Yeah. So it's not true that Staffords weren't rammed. Every Stafford that was shown, and they and they were the dogs that were badger baiting and you know and carrying on. Yeah. They were the proper Staffords, not like the cack we've got today. They were the ones that would have been dangerous, yeah. as it were. But no, they weren't. They were they were taught how to behave. They knew what job they were supposed to do, you know. And they went on a ramp, and that was that. Well, that's the breed know? standard, isn't it? The good temperament. They need to have. That. Yeah. 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 What is the resistance is it? Is it just purely traditionalists that are sort of like, well, we've always done it this way. We don't want to change. And this is a question for both of you. Yeah. You but it's not really tradition, is it? No. You know, it's, it's not really tradition. It's ignorance. Yeah. yeah. It's ignorance. Is what yeah, it is. I'd call Ignorant. it that as well. Okay. And I think it's yeah. the thing about wanting to make a mark in the breed about something when they have no well, no knowledge of the history mm. because really in exactly. the scheme of things they're a newcomer. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's, it's, just, it's just people who aren't knowledgeable. And yeah. it's interesting because Kim has said similar things in the past in relation to people with a disability. You know, being inclusive means giving everyone the opportunity to show, and you're talking about this before, you know, everyone the opportunity to show a dog. So yeah. if, if it means that a ramp helps a person to show their dog better, well, then that should be acceptable, shouldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. They need to get with the and I uh, think it's, program, yeah. I think. They need to get with um, today's yeah. society. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know where this argument comes from. I really don't, because it's just bullcrap. It really is. Yeah. And you know, to say otherwise, it just you're just talking out your backside, basically. Just people resistant to change, I suspect. Yeah. I think yeah. you see it in a lot of. I think it, you see it everywhere where people go. You know, well, we've always done it this way. Why do we don't change? But as you yeah. say, that it's there's evidence that it, it hasn't, hasn't always been done that way. Well, look, if you look at the yeah. picture of the first dog show, the first staff, it's all lined up on the table. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, in speaking bull of... Terriers, but, you know, yeah, read any of the old books. All bull terriers were shown on a table. Yeah. Hmm. You know, me personally, then, like, I think know, it just exactly. makes more sense to get a better look at the dog. Yeah. I agree. And even we were talking off air about um, Kim's mum having to to kneel down and look at you know probably do equivalent of two or three hundred squats through the day and then not being able to walk for a couple of days afterwards because you know yeah, you've, you've got yeah. to get down and show that look at these dogs down low. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, all, no, it's absolutely. Well, I think it's yeah. just a, a storm in a teacup, and I think also you know. We, their population for judges is, is ageing um, and I just think that people need to have more yeah. respect for each other and more respect for the old timers of the dog world and in particular our breed mm. um, and just, you know... I totally agree. Just, yeah. you know, stop trying to tear everybody down over silly issues. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You said, see, that's why I don't really understand why there would be a backlash again. It because, and a backlash based on bullshit as well, hmm. you know, an absolute ignorance of the history of the breed. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so it, I don't understand where it comes from, or you know, genuine history to me. Well, just saying that we don't do People, it that way, doing just saying we don't do it that way isn't the answer. Well, you don't yeah. do it that way, not yeah. we don't do it that way. Yeah. Hmm. 
So on a, on and, a, and I think the diversity of people that participate in, let's call it a sport of dog showing, um, it needs to be celebrated, not trashed. Absolutely. Mm. And we won't keep our yeah. community together. It, it and... is the only, it, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It is the only activity where you've got everybody of every age and every ability coming together to do one thing. You know, and and I think that's the best thing about dog shows. And as you can say, as you say, you can we have should... a ten-year-old and a ninety-eight-year-old in the ring at the same time, can't you? Yeah. 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 Um, on a slightly uh, on a slightly different tact. Now, Kim over here has her lucky gold shoes for when she shows dogs. Um, do you have any superstitions? Anything that you have to do on dog show day? <laughs> Yeah, well, I was thinking about that. No superstitions or anything like that, but I do have certain things that I do because I have had a bit of a reputation for, like, turning up with the, the right show at the right venue with the wrong dog <laughs> um, or the wrong breed. <laughs> right. Turning up at the wrong venue on the right day with the right breed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Make sure I schedule the right day the right dog and just double check everything before I set off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. And I also make sure I've got loads of sandwiches and a flask of Bailey's coffee. And yeah, Bailey's that's it coffee. really. Bailey's just regular coffee. <laughs> How much Bailey's is in the Bailey's coffee? <laughs> oh <laughs> it depends if I'm driving back or not. Yeah. <laughs> So it's more Baileys than coffee, but the sound of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so you, do you have a, like, we've sort of um, drawn the comparison between, and you said sport before, that the dogs are athletes. In terms of, you know, dogs that you've had, preparing them in certain ways, are there certain routines that they need to go through when you take them out? Or is it just get in the car, let's go, guys? Yeah. No, I mean, the only routine my dogs have got is we're doing this, mate. Come on. And yeah. that's it, really. <laughs> I mean, they. We've, I've had dogs that get really excited. I mean, I've got a little um, Celium at the moment who gets really hyper. Yeah. He hates having baths and stuff like that. But the minute he sees, like, you're getting the dog bag ready, I've got a blue rucksack that I take. Yeah. And the minute he sees that, on the, you know, he gets all excited about it. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know... Dogs, dogs pick up on it, don't they? Some dogs love it, some dogs hate it. And think about this bloody dog as well. When you get there, he don't show. So he <laughs> gets excited <laughs> and then performance anxiety. Yeah. So you don't and actually show him, or he just won't go in the ring. Well, he just, he just hates it. When we get there, it's all about going for other dogs and like being nosy and everything. When right. you get in the ring, it's like he it just goes flat. Yeah. Hates it. So. So it's just a day out, a day out for him. He's just having oh, love of life. Going on day out. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas some dogs absolutely love it, don't they? You know. Yeah. They've all got different personalities, basically, haven't they? Yeah. So. You know. Yeah, I think you, yeah. you certainly see that across the breed. You see certain dogs that just you go, oh, you're born for this. You love it. You know, you know where you are. You know what yeah. you're doing. You just you're lapping this right up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chase, Chase is like that. He loves it. So you you judge other breeds. What other breeds do you judge? So you judge Staffords, obviously. Well, what, I do, what else? 
Yeah, I give the only other breed I give tickets in is Ridgebacks. Okay, and I've give tickets in them for over twenty five years. Righty ho. Uh-huh. Um, how do you how do you sort of see Staffords now that you're you're doing that? Did that change your perspective on them? Did it give you a different appreciation for the breed? Are there similarities between the mm. two? There are incredible similarities between the two, actually. Okay. Do you think, you know, what do you think about brisket to withers and then bottom at brisket to floor? Should that be? What proportion do you think? Is it, is a Stafford stockier than a Ridgeback or? You talking what to do me? You think? Yeah, you're, Kim, you're, you're the one that understands. Anybody, anybody, just a general question. I, I think of a Ridgeback as a big, bit of a bigger dog. So I think, yeah, no, they're bigger. Yeah. yeah, they're bigger. But proportions, do they have more leg or less leg or about the same or what do you think? Well, it's half to half, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, it should be for Stafford and a Ridgeback. That's right. So proportions are the same. Yeah. yeah. So really if you took a Stafford and kind of extended it out, like zoomed in on it, it should be similar proportions. Yeah. It's it should, about balance. Yeah. On the side, on the side it should be. It's, 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 I think Ridgeback's maybe slightly longer cast. Yeah. But yep. like, you know, in yep. terms of brisket and length of leg, they should be the same. So the body to the elbow um, and then the elbow to the yeah. ground. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What? What's... Um... And I think Stafford's have got a lot of Shelly. Shelly Stafford's and narrow fronts and forward-facing feet and all the points of the breed. This is being lost. I've always been interested in different breeds. I mean, when my dad was alive, nothing else was allowed in the house. That was right. it. Stafford, full stop. Thank you very much. Right? So I went a bit crazy when he died mm. and had everything. <laughs> sort of rebelled, yeah. rebelled against um, him. <laughs> <laughs> everything I wanted, I had. Like, screw you, Dad. Um, I'm getting a poodle. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I like game dogs. I like gameness, basically, as well. Um, so mostly terriers and toy. I like toy terriers. They're lovely little dogs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you know. Again, Staffords, and we have like a lot of breed specialists. We have very few all-rounders judging them in the UK, yeah. and I think that's to the detriment of the breed because people get in a little spiral and disappear up their own backsides, <laughs> and you see lots of things in the breed <laughs> that really shouldn't be there. Yeah. So we've got no depth of brisket at the moment. What, I, what you call in Ridgeback's a cathedral front, yeah. which is like narrow front, pointing upwards. Um, shocking shoulders um, and feet facing forward. Yeah. You know, that's that's one thing. No turn Whereas out of plastic anymore. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah, shocking. Yeah, yeah you which know, is caused like by the front assembly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So what narrow do you think's front. happening, Sarah? Why is this happening? Because people aren't don't they don't they don't understand confirmation. They don't look out they don't look at confirmation of other breeds. You know what I mean? They don't they don't look outside and yeah. do like a comparison with yeah. other things. Would you, know? you think it's and now safe we've got to... we've got dogs winning? Go on. Sorry, go on. No, no, you go. Okay. Now we've got dogs winning that look side on like a, a Manchester with no depth of brisket. Yeah. You know, and and they've got heads like pugs, like a pug across Manchester. Yeah, I call yeah, them yeah. pug chesters. Yeah. You know, they've got no bone, no substance, 
Um, and honestly, the teeth on Stafford's at the moment are tiny. I have literally got toy terror teeth than than Stafford's. And they've like got little gaps around the teeth. So do you think you know, this is a shopping. trend by a fashion or a particular kennel? Because from my, um, my, my, what I'm looking at from all the way down here is, is that Europe's got much better dogs than England at the moment. Yeah, I totally. You cut out then. You say Europe has got much better dogs than England. Than yeah, 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 that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with you. Yeah, I mean, and I haven't put up an English dog for, I don't know, more than, well, it was an Irish dog when I judged Crofts, and I put up, I think, I don't know, Sweden, Norway, whatever, mm. and like a dog from Scotland. Is, is, that, know, is that, is that I just, is that such I've a... put up an English dog for years. Is that to do with the, the reduced? Is that to do with the reduced amount of people actually breeding these dogs, or is it just? Sorry. <laughs> no, I think that most well, for me, most of what's produced in England isn't really my cup of tea. You know, there's there's a few breeders that produce single stuff. Right. You know, and you you still got you've got Steve Halifax producing good stuff and a few people, um, and he's like does our line on his, which is fantastic. You know. Yeah. Um, and you know he's produced some nice stuff, uh, but it's not it's not popular in the ring. You know, like I, I like I like um, like you know Domino Flashy Lad and the things behind that dog. Mm. So you know, like you know, give tickets to Nordic Chief, um, dogs like that that have got substance and power yeah. and a bit of presence about them that actually look like they're still fit uh, for purpose. Yeah, yeah, and then there's all you know. There's a commentary on the nostrils as well, like small nostrils, mm. um, and breathing, and and people yeah. are breathing from dogs that have had breathing operations and things that I've heard. Yeah. You know, so there's not really much hope, is there? You know, when you've got people breathing from stuff like that, it's. Uh, I suppose it's all about the look, really. I suppose, and the heads are overdone. You know. Um, they're not fit for function, basically. Yeah. And tiny teeth. Sorry, that's to me. Mm, well, they can't have tiny teeth because they've got short and tiny muzzles. Yeah. Um, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Well, I think people have just gone into a trend or a fashion. I think there are, there are dogs out there that are correct with round quality bone. It's just a matter of um, people yeah, wanting to show them, I think, really, Sarah. Yeah, I totally agree. And usually the entry that I get is, is different from the entry that other people get. Sure is, yeah. You know, I've always managed to find stuff that I like, whereas when I'm at a show watching, it's not it's not evident. Hmm. Well, people know, you know that you will look across the breed as the breed. You don't have a, a fashion or a type yeah. you're going to go for. You're looking for... The breed as the breed as per the standard. Yeah, the Sometimes standard. I wonder if they even know what the standard yeah. is or if they've read it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I wonder that as well. I genuinely do. Or they know Especially how to apply it. Especially when it says it. wide front. You know, it says wide front. The Stafford's front should be wide. Yeah. I would describe, you know, probably a good 70% of dogs in the ring at the moment that are winning haven't got a wide front. Mm. 
Mm, I've noticed they're very you know, it's upright. It's either in line with its area or it's just slightly wider, but it's not described as wide to me. Yeah. No, they're the wrong shape. Yeah. But I think they take in the ring what they've got and try to win with it instead of trying to breed to the standard. That's what, all I can put it down to. Yeah. You know, there's some stuff you just would not take it in the ring, but they take it in the ring and it wins, so, okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And forward-facing feet, I mean, that's just, like, symptomatic of it, isn't it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not, it's in the standard. Um, and the upright shoulder that gives you the cathedral front, the whole front sometimes yeah. looks like it's over the other side of the ring almost. You think, bring that yeah. front back? Yeah, well, uh, well yeah, well, my friend Sue describes it. They look like both legs are coming out of one hole, basically. Yeah, that's how the English <laughs> describe it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. that's it. They need to be that little bit wider. So, yeah. I think a lot of the breed yeah. has lost its anatomical soundness. Mm. And I don't, and, uh, and yeah. then as you say, but there's particular dogs. I mean, some dogs' fronts in, in this country are so bad that they look like a giraffe. Their necks are so long. Mm. Yeah. And it yeah. says rather yeah. short, rather yeah. short in the standard. Yeah. So, how's yeah. that okay? Exactly. And I've, well, it's not. I've I've seen some reports that have said good reach of neck as well, which makes me howl. You know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is. Oh dear. Mm. I love those critiques. I always laugh at these critiques. She looked like Marilyn Monroe when yeah. she walked in the ring. I thought, well, Marilyn's probably not happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although Marilyn did have a good front. <laughs> she did, but mm. This one probably yeah. didn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably a joke about wide front in there, but I won't do it. <laughs> uh, well, look, if we, we, we're getting towards the end, but um, we got one last question. So what would be your your sort of top couple of tips for show day? What, what would be the things that you would say, look, Here's, here's what you should do on a show day. Here's what it should look like. What would be your couple of tips for, for show day? I don't know. I mean, that that's that's quite difficult. The, the thing about show day is when you're in the ring, the dog picks up on what you're doing. Yep. Yeah, what you're feeling. Yeah, we had this discussion earlier. So, if you're anxious, it's anxious kind of thing. Yeah. So you need to be pretty much chilled out. I mean, I've, as I say, the temperament of my dogs is, uh, is you know, as, as I remember dogs when I was a kid. So I usually have to keep them entertained with treats so that they don't find means of entertaining themselves, which, you know. Mis- mischief to get into. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting into mischief. Yeah. Um, that's what I do. Make sure I've got treats, what the dog is up for. Also... Um, I used to do this, but don't do it so much now. And it was always what my mum and dad used to do. Day before the show, they never got fed. It was like a starved day. And then, um, so that would keen them up a bit, you know, make sure they were well interested in your treats and were like looking to do, you know, a little bit more keen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, and funnily enough, our dogs always lived to like, you know, if we lost one before they were 14, it, it was like a, a youngster, you know, because yeah. normally ours get to 16, 17. Yeah. And then there's been all this research done on on fasting and, and long life and things like that. And yeah. I think, well, maybe that's why, because our dogs used to get fasted, you know, a, a day a week at least, you know, yeah, if you're yeah. going to a dog show. Yeah. A couple of days a month they'd be fasted at least. Um, 
so yeah, so make sure your dog's nice and keen, you know, interested in the treats. You're relaxed when you go in the ring. Um, also, choose where you're going to stand in the ring if you can. I know, like in Australia, they put you in alphabetical order, don't they? Yeah, new um, order. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've probably not got such, such a choice in that. But you know, some of the venues we've got in the UK are a bit crap. So you know, you've got like long grass, hilly, yeah. mole hills, all that kind of thing all around the ring. So just pick pick your spot where you're going to make your dog look its best, really. Yeah. Um, and that that'd be my advice, really, for show day. Just be chilled out with your dog and enjoy it, really. Right. So before we get to the end, I'm just thinking: is your I've seen your daughter's been showing, and so is that the next generation yeah. of Jollahem? Um, yeah, she's into She loves the dogs. She absolutely is dog crazy. Mm-hmm. Did she have a choice? Did she have a choice? Yeah, well, you see, because she was born in Fiji and the bribe for getting her over here was you can have any dog what you want. Oh. So when we came back to the UK uh, and she picked it and I, and I tried to organise it so that we actually collected the dog the day after we arrived, well, a couple of days after we got back to the UK. Yeah. And the dog she chose was a bloody Celium, and I couldn't shift her from it. I mean, uh, she was only four, yeah. and that was it. She, was like, she wanted to see it. We went through all the dogs on the computer and everything, and that was it, Celium Terrier. And they are a great dog. Yeah. They're, they're very different from any other Terrier that I've had. Yeah. Um, well, they're a pain, you know, getting ready for show day and stuff like that is hard work. It is really hard work. Yeah. Um, so she's, in, she's into a showing of Celiums. Favourite dogs are Staffords, but she doesn't like showing them. Okay. Because um, with Chasey, he was a bit naughty. Bogey pulled her over. Um, yeah, she's a bit bigger now. And she was loving it as well until we had COVID and then everybody was in the house for a year. Yeah, yeah. And she's lost a bit of confidence with yeah. doing it as well. But what is, is yeah. she? What is she? Six, six generation, seventh generation, showing in your family. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six. Six generations. Wow. That's pretty six cool. That's a, that's Staffordona. awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think your mum and dad would be very proud. <laughs> I hope so. Hmm. I think I think that's a nice yeah. note to leave it on. Thank you very much, yeah, Sarah. We appreciate your time. That's great. Yep, no worries. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. Talk, Thanks. Talk, talk, talk to you soon.